Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Talk Title with Emercoast Title mm -hmm. Services. We are now at episode seven. So big thank you to everyone who's watched us so far for the first six episodes. And if you haven't and you want to see what you've been missing, just go to our website, YouTube, Facebook, all of that. It's We pretty much have it posted everywhere. So uh, feel free to check those out. So this is a special episode because I have a new co-host. First of all, I'm Dion Moniz, the president and host of the of the of our little podcast thing but our new co-host now is ashley bowen yay, yay. ashley so back. you're back why don't you tell everyone why you're back tell everyone what who you are what you do and why you're here <laughs> my name is ashley bowen um i was with emerald coast title for seven years as um director of marketing and i wore a bunch of hats i left for about a year and a half to uh, Gail says that I went to boarding school. <laughs> I, That's a good way of putting it. Might be more like boot camp, I don't know. <laughs> um, learned a lot, but really missed my family here at Emerald Coast Title, and I'm so happy to be back. We're glad and to have you back. Now I'm serving as the director of operations, so um, kind of helping out both offices, helping out with closings, trying to streamline what we do here. And I'm the podcast co-host. The most important part, <laughs> <laughs> licensed title agent. So Ashley is our third closing agent now in our Destin office, but you handle closings at both offices depending on where the load is. So, and apparently uh, I travel to closings too. <laughs> yeah, you do it all, once again. But now we're glad to have you back, so. Thanks, I'm so glad to be here. Timing couldn't have been better either. We've been so busy. But we're doing a good job. We are, we're keeping up. The we girls, have a great team. Yeah, they do a good job. All right, Ashley, what are we going to tackle this episode? The current climate of our industry. What does that mean? As you guys all know, um, every aspect of, of our lives are different than they were six months ago. Um, the coronavirus has caused an upheaval in all of society, and, and the real estate industry has gone through some big changes, not only with title companies and underwriters, working from home a lot of a lot of the searchers are working from home they're not able to go to title plants and courthouses to pull those back um, deeds so that has taken the timing that we get the title searches a little bit longer to happen um, and then also closings in general there were a couple months where we were doing closings all through masks or outside um, so Things have gotten a little bit back to normal when it comes to the title companies and the underwriters, but then our lenders also. Um, yep. There's there's all kinds of problems still with a lot of the banks. Some of them are some of them are doing good, but we've got a lot of underwriters and processors working from home. Appraisals are taking a really long time to come out. Surveys are taking a long time. Termite really inspections. Really long time. Termite inspections. It's been yeah. crazy. So um, there have been some major changes going on in the back office of a closing. And what we've seen a lot of is having to do extensions because the survey is not done on time or the appraisal is not done on time. So right now, are we still doing 30-day closings or is it more like 45 days because of the extensions that the parties are having to give anyway? I have not seen any extensions here at Emerald Coast Title. Um, I can't take that back. Maybe, maybe two or three. For the most part, we've been able to get it done. We have a lot of great bank partners that we work with closely, um, and a lot of our clients do use people that they're comfortable with. When you're getting um, these big national banks like a Wells Fargo or a Bank of America, um, 
things are a little bit slower. You might see some extensions. So importance of using a, a local bank that knows the area, knows the players, and can maybe pull some favors and, and get stuff done a little bit faster. Always use somebody that you know, somebody that you go to church with or that you see at the grocery store at Maddie Kelly. Um, they're going to always support local. They're always going like to be able to say, pull right? your pull strings for you. <laughs> yeah, and we have some great local banks here. So, all right, so that's kind of been how COVID has affected us over the last uh, couple of months. But let's talk about where we are now with closings. I mean, we're crazy busy, and we're there's a couple busy. of factors for that. Let's I, talk about that. I think that um, one of the the major factors is that. Everybody across the United States had to work from home, had to work remotely. Their children were going to school remotely. And they're still working from home. They've, they've learned that they can work from home and still get the job done. The kids can, can go to school at home. A lot of these people don't want to go back to the office. They, they prefer working from home. Um, I saw a statistic today that was over 50% of the people said, we prefer this. And there are a lot of people that are wanting to get out of the big metropolitan areas and move to beach towns like ours um, mm -hmm. so yeah, the big people don't want to be in New York lockdown they want no. to come down to sunny Destin and stick social their toes distance in the sand on the beach work from a laptop yeah yeah absolutely I can't blame them no and <laughs> um, can learn about a lot of marine biology homeschooling going on down here right I, I heard a quote recently that the um, the fastest growing real estate market right now in the United States is from Tallahassee to Pensacola it's a pretty big statistic, but I can kind of I believe see it. that happening. The last three months for us have been record months, and each month has been bigger than the prior one. Yes, so we're busy. So Everybody's busy. And we appreciate all of our loyal clients that continue to keep us busy yes. this way. We're Absolutely. loving it. Absolutely, but everybody's busy. All the realtors are busy, the lenders are busy, the termite inspectors and the appraisers, um, property inspectors, we're all busy. Handymen, it's hard to find a painter. <laughs> and so that's another issue. So before, whereas COVID had maybe complicated some of the vendors getting stuff done, now it's because they're so busy that they're not able to get it done so timely. Busy. So you still want to be able to stay on top of all that. Surveys. Let's talk about that. Why do, why do you want to stay on top of the survey? It's always good to ask about a prior survey. I've, you know, and the Ohio form that we have um, only handle it once. I've always said, whenever you get a listing, ask for if your client has a survey, a prior policy. Let them go ahead and, and get those things out of the attic and have them ready. Give them to you as listing agent so you can supply it to the title company. But now more than ever, more than ever, I think that that is um, an important thing to go ahead and get it listing because if, if you wait and let the title company ask the seller for it, they're going to get the email and then maybe the next day they'll think to go search for their survey and then they can't find it. They say maybe it's in the lockbox at the bank. A week later and they say, oh, we don't have a survey. Well, you just missed a week on a survey that's taking three to four weeks to get done. So write it listing. Go ahead and go ahead and ask them. Do you have a survey? If you don't, then when you submit the contract to the title company, you can say, hey, here's the contract. We don't have a survey. You're going to need to order one for us. Yeah. It'll save a lot of time and stress with getting that done uh, as soon as possible or, so. or staying on top of it. So we talked about people coming down from the metro areas. Uh, another reason we're really busy is refis. Refis are through the roof right now because rates are so low. So that's another one. You um, can borrow. I'm seeing a lot of even second homes, not just primaries, that are below 3% right now. 
So why come and pay your cash that you could have in the stock market making money when you can borrow at 2.5%? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then use the use your money to go grow out in the stock market or elsewhere. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Use the bank's money. It's, it's a good opportunity cost. So then that's two legs of the stool. And then we still have part of the third leg, which are people that have kind of pulled out during the COVID lockdown and they were scared to spend money. Now they're not, so they're plowing back into the market. So as a result, the supply in our area is down to like a two month supply, I think. There's only 2,000 homes that are currently available, whereas the average is around 4,000 based upon what some of my uh, knowledgeable realtor friends have told me. 2,000 houses and over 5,000 agents. Yeah. It's a shark market out there. So the demand is far uh, in excess of the supply. So we have a few tips that we're going to go over. What you should do to handle the current state of the real estate market and how you make sure you get that home that you want. So let's talk about that. I think that there's multiple offers going on. You've got bidding wars happening. You don't want your clients to lose out on that home that they want. And so there is a, an addendum that you can draft. I think that you would probably have to draft. I don't think that they have it just like as attached to the far bar or the yeah, Florida Yeah, it's an escalation clause. And tell us what an escalation clause is, Dion. I would be happy to, actually. <laughs> Thank you. What a great question or great prompt. <laughs> So an escalation clause is when you, it's basically via addendum to the contract. Some agents or realtors already have their own form that they've used. If not, like Ashley said, I'd be happy to help. But all that says is, it says, hey, whatever the highest bid is, I'll match that bid and increase it by X amount up to a certain amount. So um, if you're willing to go up to 400,000 and it's multiple offer situation, Typically, one would say, we'll top any bid by $10,000 up to $400,000. So it's kind of like eBay, where you might get bid up, but you set a maximum so you don't <laughs> go past where you want to be. Kind of like eBay. That's yeah. a good way to yeah. put it. So if you guys want an escalation clause drafted for your contract, contact us. Deanna will be happy to help you with that. that. Yeah, because right now, um, it's not uncommon for properties to go within hours of being listed on MLS. And most of them are going into multiple, multiple offer situations. Offers, yeah. So if you're looking for a house and you see something you like, you have to jump on it immediately. And again, be prepared to go into a multiple offer situation, maybe even entertain an escalation clause. I have another um, suggestion that I would like to make for when you're submitting an offer. Right now, as we said, the termite inspections, property inspections, all of that, everybody's so busy. I actually had one that we suspected there to have been termite damage. Um, so we wanted to get a termite inspection done like this week. I called four different um, inspection companies and said, I will pay you a rush fee. Like I will give you an extra $300 if you will go out and do this this week. And they said, no, we're not doing that. Because <laughs> they're so busy. Yes, I, I was looking for one that also does a termite bond. They didn't, but I have a I have a good contact with the termite company, and so I was able to pull a string and get it done, but there were, I was told no several times. Yeah, because the normal uh, time frame in the contract is 15 days to get well, all Well, on a far bar, on a crest, but 10. Right, so. We, 10 to 15 days. That's not enough time. No. With the way everyone's so busy, and they're not even willing to take extra money to no. get it done quicker. can't believe that. <laughs> so we're recommending that those deadlines be pushed out to. Maybe give it 21 days or three weeks. Um, and explain to the sellers and the agents whenever you're submitting an offer like this. Be like, it's 
only because of the time frames. Um, it's right. nothing, nothing to be scared of. Exactly. We already talked about surveys and the importance of checking up on those immediately and getting those taken care of. Uh, communication, that's top priority. Communication is key. And an uncertain, um, and the uncertain lending market as it is right now, we don't know how long underwriters are taking. There's lenders that we work with that they're never late on underwriting or take a long time, and now they are. Mm -hmm. I even had one um, a couple of days ago where we sent off for funding approval. Normally, lenders would give us funding approval within 10 minutes, 30 minutes, and this was like three hours later, and she said, I'm sorry, there's just so many in front of you, I'm trying to get there. Luckily, we didn't hold the people up at the table waiting for that funding approval. They might have gotten a little antsy with us. Let's just communicate, be upfront at the beginning. Um, keep everybody informed as to what's going on, set expectations at the beginning that things, things might push. Um, right. Inspections might take a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. as, as long as we can communicate, keep those expectations, then it'll make for a much smoother closing. And if a buyer is gonna pay EMD via mail, instead of the typical three days that's in the contract, you wanna enlarge that to five to seven because Uncle Sam's taking a little bit longer in the mail these days. It's a really long time. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that, but it's, I mean, you hear about it in the news, but we're actually seeing it here also. Um, so, yes. So, look at those deadlines. Make, thing, make realistic um, expectations and communicate with everybody. And then one last one I want to talk about is associations and condo writers. You've got a good war story that we, we just went through. We had a stickler. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about and that. And they blamed COVID. Um, so the seller had heard of a upcoming assessment, special assessment. The seller was supposed to pay that special assessment before closing per the contract, the condo writer. When I got the estoppel in, there was no special assessment. The buyer was expecting the seller to pay for it. The seller was expecting to pay for it. The agents wanted the seller to pay for it. Um, but I called the association when it wasn't on my estoppel letter and I asked them about the special assessment. They said that that has been postponed. Um, they don't know when it's gonna happen, but that pending special assessment has been canceled. This repair that they needed to do on the condominium, they would have to readdress in 2021, and there may be a special assessment depending on what the quotes say. So I had nothing to credit the buyer because the there, was no there was official no official pending assessment. Right. So Just a threat of one later. I think, yeah, a threat of one later. I think that um, when you're filling out that condo writer with your seller, if they say they're, they've heard of a pending assessment, pick up the phone and call the CAM, the condo association manager, and ask them if there still is um, a pending assessment. And then you can keep everybody in the open, everybody's informed, we communicated really well right from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I think that covers it for the current condition of our market or the current climate of our industry. Sorry, I'm gonna use the right title. <laughs> That's right. Now, see, first, first episode, you did a great job. Thanks. Nothing to it. No. I'll just wait for I your- I just scribbled your... on my notes on the cocktail napkin. <laughs> I so, did pretty good, but we need great. more topics. We need more topics, so reach out to us, send us your suggestions on podcast topics, 
uh, or if you want to be a guest, we like to have certain experts come in and contribute to our, our topics and, you know, whether it be a lender or a real estate agent, you name it. Anyone who contributes to the real, real estate industry, we're willing to, you know, include you on in one of these. So reach out to us, let us know. Again, we want to thank you for everyone that's been watching us. Uh, we want to thank you for everyone that has participated in our prior contests. We had the, the big summer giveaway, which was the Yeti cooler and, stu and other stuff that uh, Cindy Gerard won. And then we had our uh, most favorite or uh, favorite teacher contest where we donated $350 to two, to two teachers in Walton, Okaloosa. So that was an outstanding result. We were really inspired and uh, impressed by all the comments and the votes that we got. So probably we'll do that again in the, in the future. But thank you for everyone who participated. Be on the lookout for our next contest, whatever that's going to be. And uh, <laughs> in the meantime, I guess we will sign out. Peace so out. sayonara. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs>